2: Come back come a city SDMA home, rich shirt, rich city. Gang time so hard to get it Settling.
0: Settling. Okay. You know what's going
1: playing on see for the a nice beat to it though this one does yeah.
0: I don't know what it is but i like this song the fan cave birds on the back. rest of the league man they can't handle that I reckon Crews going to make the ball go slack What do you think Jackson here a good guy Fire. 11, Fire 11 now it's 12 in yeah. 12 while the last year put him on the shelf this year it's Maddie Frees Craig and Beltram we've got the best ever talking bass stand the man go from the Man
1: I'm at Beltram actually side the Should we not update these songs and
0: love that you had 11 years old I love so Taguchi has a shout out oh, in right. all that. That's nice yeah What I said all you're going to see now is when they started Doing Cardinal songs like that Because I remember when I first started, I think, was when the Colby uh, Rasmus song... Colby Fire Burning in the drop.
3: Outfield. Yeah, and that was, that was uh, oh, 10, that was
0: 12 nice. years ago. Damn. I'm wondering when Acoustic Session started. I forgot how we found that. Um, that obviously wasn't. That was another um, Cardinal fan, but... It could be some of these songwriters lost their uh, desire to make songs when
1: the Cardinals announced it was Wild or Bust.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? That's what the Twitter account comes Mm. out and says. But, I mean, Jackson knows, like, in our acoustics, we have a catalog of acoustic sessions. We have, like, 12 songs. I mean, that's a lot to release, and I'm wondering which one was the first, Mm -hmm. what got them most popular. sure. That's where I want to know where they're at today. Acoustic There's probably sessions. a couple of them working at Edward Jones.
1: If they're lucky, that's a great place to work. <laughs> CPAs or something. Yeah. You know?
0: Great place to work. Man, they just came out with some bangers.
1: Yeah. Well, they probably retired with with this kind of quality material
4: that they turned out. Guys, hey, hear me?
0: Oh, sorry. No, there's well, anybody you, see I, my nurse? I had you off because you weren't there, and I know the background ambient noise um, is a distraction. So I should sure. have peered over.
4: I apologize. No, you're These, good. Uh, these breaks, uh, they, they snag me sometimes. I'm trying to find the right thing to put on uh, my son's, uh... Doug, would you call it a lab top? Yes. Is that what you say? Mm-hmm. laptop? top? Yeah. So I'm trying to do that also while hosting uh, the award-winning Ryan Kelly morning after. Uh, and uh, guess guess who's on the line? Who? Mark Hanna, Evergreenwell Strategies.
0: Oh, line there, uh there, yeah. Three. Nice. Just want to make sure. I didn't want to put, like, there you go. What up, Mark?
1: Hello, Hansie.
0: Morning. Oh, there he is. Hi, okay, good. good. There he is. All right.
2: Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Hearing, I'm enjoying. Lovely. I'm gonna go hashtag blessed on y'all. I'm enjoying Gulf Shores, Alabama, and uh, oh
1: yeah, wow, right
2: now. Gosh.
1: Yep. Yep. Fabulous. Well. This guy. <laughs> That's a nice place. Is it warm down there this time of year? really warm or not?
2: It's it's nice. It'll be uh, low seventies today and. Sweet. Uh, kiddos will be on the beach here with the Webster Walrus and his family and my family, so we're having
1: a good time. You're vacationing with the Webster Walrus?
2: Indeed. Absolutely. We are uh, enjoying many good meals. Had some helmet nachos yesterday. Oh. oh. oh.
1: How yep. heavy is this Walrus boy?
2: Uh, he's <laughs> he's he's over two bills, I promise. Mm. <laughs> but he carries it well. Okay. He's All
0: right. Carries it
1: well. Well, so you're out of town while the banking system's about to fail in the United States. Is that correct?
2: You know, oh, I can't no. go anywhere without the financial system falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to apologize to everyone. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're, you're not worried dad. about any of that? These things come and go. The, it'll, it'll get worked out. You know, if the banking system falls apart, if we made it through 2008. Um, that was bad. So um, we made it through that, and we'll make it through this. Okay.
4: Well, this Mark do Hammond, Doug. That. How about his positivity? It's exactly nice. what Jackson was talking about nice twenty years ago. Yeah.
2: That's why he's my guy. Nice to hear. Man, when he gave that speech. I was taking notes. What's a different guy? Jackson's got it all figured out. <laughs>
3: nah. Still a long way to go. But that's just part of this journey we call life. Okay. Doug, stop I mean that. this is inspiring now. He Thank he's Abe Lincoln. <laughs> 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 Jackson, president.
2: Okay. Nice. He's not old enough.
3: No one would listen. Oh, nor, not am I, nor am I old enough. No. I'm cute enough, though.
1: You're not cute enough. <laughs> how dare you? Well, you'll age. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I'm
3: already losing my hair.
0: <laughs>
3: I thought you were doing something about that. Oh, yeah. Big comeback coming. Stay tuned. Oh,
0: really? Yeah, I remember you telling me about
3: Big time. That. Breaking news? Doug, how much breaking news can this
4: show have? I
1: don't know, but that's a big one.
3: Yeah, we're making a comeback.
4: Yeah. Wow. Thoughts on that, Mark? i get that comeback, too.
2: I'm watching dolphins go by, so I'm not listening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
4: Mark Hanna is with Evergreen Well Strategies, 314-889-0503. He is a first-class person. I always enjoy talking with Mark Hanna, and I know you will as well. I've gotten so many emails from our listeners since Mark started advertising on the Tim McKernan Show podcast. God, Doug, would you say that was four years ago? I don't know how
1: many years ago it was, Tim.
4: Five years ago, and then on TMA as well. Three one four eight eight nine zero five zero three, or go online at evergreenstl.com. And here's the biggest endorsement I can give, Doug. You feel better when you get off the
2: phone with Mark Hanna. That's
1: mm-hmm. the thing I can say. Yeah. That's my promise to you. You don't worry so much about your finances.
2: You've got to take care of it. So many people have so many worries. You hear all of the news that's out there, and news is never good. And so, how do you put it into context? And that's really where. Uh, in my mind, any financial advisor comes in, and that, there are so many good ones out there. And Tim put it right, and that's what made me. It was five years ago. Tim made me say, "Hey, five I years ago, probably wow. get associated." If if you're feeling that you've got that regret, well, get with somebody that can walk the path with you and help you to figure stuff out, put it into context, help you to understand what the right decisions are, and then you're on your path to your goals. And that's where a financial advisor comes in. And uh, so. It's been a it's been a great five years.
4: God bless America. There it is. Great perspective, and we feel the same way. I know a lot of our listeners have uh, signed up to be a part of Mark Hanna and Evergreen Well Strategies. You really should give them a call. And I always say, you need a financial advisor. I am telling you, it is, it's the one thing that I really look back on and go, God, how did I miss that? Mark Hanna would be a great one to work with. 314 go online at evergreenstl.com. Mark, enjoy the trip with the family. Thank you, kind All sir. Great day, guys. Talk
2: him.
1: Alright, thank you, Hansy. Back to Mark the Canada, Dolphins. you American.
4: go. Yeah, back to the Dolphins. Uh, I agree with Jackson. Plowsy and I shared a smile and a hug at the Battlehawks game. Oh, that's from Beer Cats, Malaga, Tequila, or oh. the most. So I guess it's a, was that a
0: peace offering? Oh, we've we've always been good. I I, I think we're. A, he has a great idea of what this show is about, and can, can compartmentalize yeah. what is said on the show to what how we are in real life. And
3: what I was saying wasn't really necessarily applying to the text line. Like that's part of the, the roast of the show. The I'm talking about take? I'm talking about life in general, not just the text line. Text line, you know, we rely on the on the on the visceral hate.
1: Oh. But you don't care for it in your personal life.
0: Just in general in life. Yeah. You can tell who's kind of having fun with the show and who is, whoa, a little too serious. That,
4: that's that's who Iggy says and how he determines his blocking on the fan page. Now, of course, he himself has WD'd from the field on the fan page. But before he did, he said he could tell who was joking and he could tell who was serious. And he would block the people who were serious. Sure. That's what why? he said. I,
0: I don't know. That's what he said. He yeah. got 150 piece. Blocked those so that's a, that, 151 that's a, that's a lot of A lot So I, I hope he's following it to the T And not just being really relaxed with his uh, With the blocks Usually if you get blocked you've, you've got it coming Most of the time yes Raw sure. dog People Randy. don't just block you for no reason oh. at all That's why you mute
3: You don't give them the satisfaction of muting them There's Some people take it as a victory if they get blocked That's why you mute them you don't give them the satisfaction To accomplish the same goal I don't know I got why? blocked
4: Blocking. <laughs> you got blocked by who? Oh, by Eggy.
3: Yes, sir.
0: Oh no! Not surprised. On
1: How would it feel? One. How would it feel?
3: Not great. Yeah. Not great.
1: Anything you can do to get back in his good graces?
3: <laughs> it doesn't seem like it.
1: No. How about an autograph picture from Cassie?
3: <laughs> uh, he's not getting mine, but I can see if I can have her <laughs> send him one.
1: Yeah. Uh, did oh, you whoa. put one on my in front of my place here? I, I got one today. Thanks for visiting, Kurt. It's from Cassie Moore.
3: Dump out of that. <laughs> is this is this the uh, this is yours though, right? That's sitting here in the studio. Yeah, I just wanted Doug to see it. It's oh. incredible. I'll keep it okay. safe for you. I, Doug's trying to put it into his briefcase before he leaves. I
1: wasn't. It was just sitting right here. I didn't know you had a briefcase,
4: bro. I don't have a briefcase.
3: You should start coming in with a briefcase. slander. You should start coming with a briefcase. I need
4: neither a suitcase nor a satchel. <laughs> Uh, For those of you just tuning into the program, uh, breaking news this morning with the Cardinals. Adam Wainwright will start the season on the IL. Ali Marmol expounding with John Denton of MLB.com, who is going to join Jackson and I on Balloon Party at 10.15 on 101 ESPN. Uh, He was asked about, uh, Ali Marmol was asked about his level of concern over the strained groin injury that will have Wainwright starting the season on the injured list. Uh, He mentioned that Wainwright is likely to miss, quote, several weeks. Uh, Marmol said he strained his groin during a weight room workout on Tuesday prior to the WBC championship game. It's a weight room injury.
0: Man, that's brutal. (laughs) Well, it it
1: happens every spring. Every spring they lose a pitcher or two, don't they? And they'll lose more during the course of the season. That's why you need more than five starters. You need eight or nine usually. They get through it.
4: Yeah. Says uh, this opens up a spot for Jake Woodford. Yeah. yeah is what Marmol says.
3: Yeah. now, well, hopefully gets over it quick and rocks back. He's
1: back at it. Yeah, you'd hate to see his final year, and it, it seems like this is going to be his final year. I don't think he said that definitively, though, no. has he? I don't think so. You'd hate to see it be injury-plagued and not be able to pitch very much.
3: Uh, Programming note, John Denton's going to join us at 1045. uh...
4: Doug, we have an audible called now. We have an audible called John Denton 1045 on today's award-winning presentation of Balloon Party. Have you heard the term blue sky dating?
1: Blue Sky Dating. I've heard the Blue Sky Cafe is a swinger club. <laughs> oh, they bang. <laughs> is that what They're we're bad. talking They're about?
2: Yeah. So
4: that's, that's why when I saw this link that Jackson sent over, I'm like, oh, what do we have going on? Let me read. Mirroring the season, it seems our optimism around dating is on the up. The days are slowly getting longer. The temperature is creeping up. And we're starting to find that spring in our step again. And just as the flowers soon will, Ap Badoo says yeah. that what? the British Jet <laughs> <add> Appador? <laughs> what in the hell sentence am I reading? <laughs> no, no, Doug, I'm just gonna read what's in the prompter because okay. that's all I can do. All right. And just as the flowers soon will, comma, app says, Says that Brits are expecting their dating lives to bloom, what? calling it blue sky dating.
1: I don't know about any of this.
3: <laughs> what about that badoo?
1: <laughs> this is the writer of it all? No.
3: It's app the app A P P Badoo. Spell Badoo. B A D O O. What's that stand for? What's that
2: for? <laughs>
3: You're asking questions I don't have an answer to. What about Erica Badoo? Do you like her? Yeah.
4: Okay. I remember Victoria. your was, was your favorite jam? What about Tyrone? I yeah, Tyrone's Tyrone. the jam. Doug, Tyrone is the jam. All right. Springtime, with its lighter evenings in warmer weather, has a positive impact on 74% of single people who are dating the research show. I don't
0: There's know. There's no way they got research <laughs> oh. and had that information.
3: <laughs> What about Badoo?
0: Oh
4: God, our business sucks so yeah, bad. Yes, it, it does. Oh God. So Doug, they they pulled they pulled millions of people at they App Badoo. They and 74% said it helps dating. And that, none of it's true.
1: Everybody feels <laughs> better when the weather turns nice. That much is true. Right. But I don't know that you went through the whole winter and say, No, I don't want to <laughs> date anybody because look, it's kind of chilly outside. The Badoo numbers. What
4: about this? This is what Appadoo says. <laughs> Over half of those polled believe dating in the autumn and winter is more challenging with the pressure of cuffing season in the background, and then more than a third feel like they can't be bothered. <laughs> can't be bothered. Well, I'm married, and I feel like I can't be bothered. Yeah, there but go. But I was not contacted by the people at Appadoo.
3: That's a miss on their part. <laughs> it is. That I'm is true about cuffing season. Happy to season. spend some time with them. When
4: is cuffing, cuffing season? is a thing?
3: Yeah, oh yeah. Like right around Thanksgiving into the christmas Eve, the Yuletide season, um, people want to be in a relationship. They want to cuddle up in the warm weather and put a fire on and oh. just be with somebody during the uh, the holiday season. So that would be cuffing season, whereas uh, as Appadue says, the spring is a much more optimistic, <laughs> uh, spring and summer is more mm. optimistic, a little more free sexually. Yeah. People might... Uh, lose those who they were cuffed to and then recuff come uh, December. Uh, and
4: begin it. the process of tripping. I don't That's know about correct. any of this. <laughs> no, I, I think tripping is a summer thing. Instead, the lighter evenings make dating feel easier, according to 42% of people, and safer for 37%. 37%. <laughs>
1: Stop reading this. It's all made up, it's all nonsense. Someone was told you must come out with an article today for the website. And so he's just making things up. That's all this is.
3: Written by Taniel Mustafa. God, that's all I need could, to know. Can he replace ah. John Denton's
4: 1015 appearance on Balloon Party? Is that Tanya with a T?
3: Uh, T-A-N-Y-E-L. Wow. It's a she. And uh, oh. she covers all things lifestyle with a particular interest in beauty, well-being, mental health, relationships, sexism, and inclusivity. Runs Metro.com. UK's How I Made It weekend
0: series. Okay. She's got armpit hair. Yeah. Oh, you can tell. Oh, yeah. Just by the name. And by the article.
3: What about the app Badu? I, I believe know. Badu is a dating app in the uh,
0: yeah, UK. I don't know if that's a
3: person, In right? the UK. Okay.
4: Well, Tanyelle spoke with uh, Persia Lawson, who says, quote, nature is quite literally bringing more light into our lives, which is hugely beneficial when it comes to romance, given that exposure to sunlight increases the brain's release of the happy hormone serotonin.
0: Wow. That's
3: true. Okay, Sunlight. Sunlight makes you happier.
0: Oh, 100%. So why isn't this a revelation?
3: Well, because Badu did a, did a <laughs> poll. But, like,
0: this is obvious, right? Like, it's better to go on dates in spring and summer?
3: Mm-hmm. According right. to 74% of people polled by Badu.
0: Look, that means they would have to poll at least seven, 100 people to get kind of that number, right?
3: Not necessarily. Well, I don't know. 74 out of 100, if they polled 100, that would be accurate. But you could pull 50 people and still get a 74% probability. If you get
0: 37, right? Round up, I guess, yeah.
4: If 37, Guys, if... at Badoo sounds like Tim saying a March Madness game is being played at Purdue. He's the best. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. That's from Don Hoffman, who is Jackson's okay. favorite texter. Matt yeah. Painter. He's oh, what's good. up,
3: Don? I really like that <laughs> Don, Don Hoffman. Up. Do you? That's just a great name.
4: Jackson, do you feel like it's a better time to date now because serotonin is all over?
3: Uh, It's certainly a time where more people are going out. Uh, like when it's cold and wet and nasty, it's tough to like really get fired up to go out. And it's been dark for like seven hours. There is something too like pre gaming to go to the bars when it's still light out, like at eight thirty or eight forty five, and then going. The yeah,
4: bars. I agree with that part. I there, mean, I haven't done it in twenty years, but I agree with it.
3: There's a there's a big part of that, and when it's nice out, you can walk to places. You know, you're not. There's always the uh, going back and forth of if you should bring your winter coat to the bar. It's kind of tough. In the summer, you lose all that long days. Uh, more people are out. The weather's nice. Yeah, I would absolutely say that, that what this article is saying is factual.
4: Another uh, endorsement for Appadoo. I don't know yeah. we, that we've had the first endorsement.
3: I'm all in on Appadoo, <laughs> and Mrs. Mustafa.
4: Who will join us at 10.15 on Balloon Party. Uh, John Denton now at 11 or 10.45. So that uh, is how uh, we had to pivot with uh, John Denton. What is this? The Warriors were three-and-a-half-point favorites last night. Doug, did you see this? Reggie Bullock of the Mavericks? No. What do we got going on?
3: Uh, Yeah, so the all All-time bad beat? Yeah, not all-time, but certainly bad. The Warriors were up uh, by five points— and then uh, they're three-and-a-half-point favorites. There was, they couldn't, the Mavs couldn't come back. Just two-and-a-half seconds left on the clock, and then uh, this happens.
2: Would have made it. A one-point game would have been about three seconds on the clock. Bullock catch and shoot. Good on the three, so that'll count. But the game is over. The Golden State Warriors get a huge road victory by two.
3: Two points. Bad beat.
1: So he threw it in from half-court or something?
3: No, it was just like a catch-and-shoot three, but the game was over. He he makes a shot, doesn't matter.
4: That TCU-Gonzaga thing on Sunday night is an all-timer. That was seven-tenths of a second left. Gonzaga was up by, what, six, if I'm not mistaken? Time's running down, and they are a, what, four-point favorite? And the guy from TCU, they roll the ball to half-court, and he just flings it up there, hits the three, and so TCU covers – With a three, with seven-tenths of a second remaining. Oh, sweet mother of mercy. Mm. I was all tucked away, all snug in my bed with visions of Sapphos playing in my head. But if you did have that game, oh, my God. Oh. One way or the other, it was either extremely pleasurable or extremely miserable.
3: That's why you don't bet basketball spreads. Bet money lines or don't bet them at all. It's too, too much can happen there in that last three seconds of a the game.
0: They released um, like camera footages from some of the sports books. You know, oh yeah, there. yeah, There's, for that
3: TCU Gonzaga. Yeah,
0: down. and the, the, it's hilarious. They're packed to the brim. You know, you got people standing, you got people sitting in the chairs. All the chairs are full, and that went, and you could tell who had it, who didn't have. It was wild. Ooh. It was so funny. Yeah.
4: Well, it happened. Well, you know, you talk about the tournament. Yeah,
0: you talk about the tournament. You know.
4: <laughs> got, Tommy Bizzo today. <laughs> Take it of odd Kansas State. And you got Jimmy Calhoun in UConn trying to fade the borch darling of the topless Eric Busselbid. You think he would take his top off tonight, Doug? I probably would.
1: He just keeps taking him? his top off? He did, he's done it
4: before.
3: It's so weird.
1: They're uh, going to want him to do it every time they win now, I would think.
4: Yay real looking uh, Maybe I will uh, head down to Boca tonight to watch with the fans of Florida Atlantic as they take on the volunteers at Tennessee. Jackson has adopted the Owls.
3: No, I'm into Kansas State. Jerome Tang.
4: No, oh, you've pivoted off the Owls.
3: Yeah, I, I, I want to see FAU win, especially against Rocky Top, but um, but I, this Jerome Tang and this video of them before the game listening to Lowdown is electric. It's absolutely electric. Doug,
4: have you seen the video of the Lowdown?
3: I've not. Oh, it's it's awesome. They're all clapping along. Jerome Tang's doing a little dance move, super into it. Seems is like he? a real player's coach. I love Jerome Tang.
4: He was on the short list for the Missouri job. Yeah,
3: still like the choice Missouri made, but um, but Jerome Tang is great, and it's great to see success. And the story of Conte uh, uh, Johnson, apologize if I'm butchering his name, the guy who collapsed on the floor from Florida with the heart issue a couple of years ago and now is... You know, one of the best players in the country for Kansas State. That's a really awesome that's a really awesome story. And so cool to see.
4: And then our nightcap tonight uh, taking place at Las Vegas, no less Gonzaga against UCLA. Wasn't it UCLA who ripped out Adam Morrison's heart years ago and ended the Zags run. Am I correct on that, Doug? And then UCLA went on to play Florida. And uh, Noah, but Florida won back-to-back tournament tiles. Am I am I correct
0: that on that? That sounds right. And yeah. Adam
1: Morrison was weeping on those
0: courts. Yeah. yeah, Sweet 16. U- yeah, did was... UCLA have Aaron Aflalo? That sounds right.
3: Aaron Aflalo.
0: He's a little he cool journeyman copy, in the NBA. Uh, he was a college stud, though. He was a killer on the tournament. Aaron Aflalo. I'll the Florida
3: that. teams were sick, too. Joe Kim Noah, Corey Brewer, Al Horford.
0: And Kevin Love. Apart from the Adam Morrison with that after Mor- that might have been that that nah, he played with Russ those teams were stacked That UCLA teams were stacked yeah. I just remember a great Aaron Aflalo Doug the journeyman NBA player yeah but Morrison didn't amount to much in the NBA did he, he no I mean, he was no. a college legend man like I freaking yeah. loved everything he about calls
3: game. uh, games on the Gonzaga radio network cool
4: uh, Buck Swope texting my phone, and anytime Buck Swope texts my phone, it immediately goes on the air. That's the kind of credibility the man has from my standpoint. And He says, Gonzaga was only covering against TCU because TCU put them on the line down four with one second left. The gambler giveth, the gambler taketh away. Doug, that's Buck mm-hmm. Swope with some perspective. The gambler giveth,
1: and the gambler taketh away. Oh, okay. as, of, as of yesterday, Missouri is a big step closer to legalizing sports gambling. The house saw
4: that, but it's got to get through the Senate. It's been through the state house yeah. before, right. and now we got to get things worked out with those yeah. video slot machines.
1: That's what they're worried. They're worried Dude. about unregulated slot machines at bars.
0: You should see the gas station I go to, Conoco off of Kings Highway. What up, Z? You don't
1: have to give him a shout out. <laughs> the
0: owner, Z. What's up, man? Um, but it's bad. You, I, I go there in the morning, five, five fifteen. They're grinding, bro. They're grinding. Grinding? On really? Yeah. People are in their grinding slot machines? Slots. 5, 5.15 in the morning, bro. Oh 5.15 in the morning. You
3: think that they're up early or out late?
0: Well, the gas station's open at 5.
3: Oh, so they just Oh, that gives
0: me chills. <laughs> yes, it's very chilling that they actually took the time to wake up that early. Maybe before work. Didn't look like it was before work if I had to guess. Um, but man, that's a that's a problem.
1: I guess if there were, if if it's unregulated, it's going to get corrupt and people can cheating we, and can stealing. Can we just legalize
0: everything in terms of like drugs and gambling and just let humans be humans, man? You want to make a bad decision, make a bad decision.
1: Well, but but you want things to be on the up and up if you're going to gamble. Gambling your money.
0: wise, absolutely yes, yes. I think you want that regulated. I think that's as much that's as what, as what they're
1: worried about. If you go to a casino, you don't want it to, to be stacked against you illegally, do you? I mean, it already is. But to think that if you had no chance of winning, that wouldn't be fair. Yeah. That's the truth. I think that that's what they're worried about: is that the, you know, dark element's going to take over to some of these gambling at the gas stations and everything, and people are going to get ripped off.
0: Are the odds at the gas station slots the same as odds like at other slots in casinos? Know, Do you, have any not, idea? In you don't know because it's not regulated. You don't know. They don't have to answer to anybody. I think they have to have odds of some kind or at least the gaming commission, whoever puts those in place. At the, I'm, I'm curious if they're the same. Cost that guy in casinos job two jackpots. Oh, in yeah, oh, yeah it son. did. And, yeah. That,
4: and, and really, Doug, eventually, that's what indirectly got Sam Ace Rothstein yep. mm-hmm. uh, removed because he uh, did a local uh, wrong, at least in the idea of that cowboy who came into his office and, and looked for a favor. And then that led to him appearing on the award-winning show Aces High. Aces
0: High. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the best like sequences of TV right there is when the ace is high and then Pesci is like acting. Why the hell are you on TV?
4: Yeah, oh, the scene that. in the <laughs> desert, plow.
0: So good. I would have gone.
4: Uh, Tim, there is a federal lawsuit right now against those bar video slot machines. That lawsuit could definitely deter somebody from supporting that, which is a good thing for Missouri sports gambling. That's from the Hunchback of Von castle Plowsy quote people gambling at a gas station at 5am makes me sick also Plowsy, legalize everything let humans be humans that's from suckboy tony of <laughs> Soulard.
0: i'm i'm just saying well I, I i'm not saying they shouldn't be doing it it's their life i'm saying it is kind of sad to watch but that's 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 what i mean like have humans just decide on their own what they choose to do and not to do you're a libertarian, Jack. I think in this sense, yes. And I, I realize like gambling's a lot different than legalizing drugs. Regulations, I completely get that. So that was a little tongue-in-cheek. But if you want to have people just start putting money in and doing that, that's fine. It's sad, but still, I think people should be allowed to do that legally. Whatever you do you want to do and with shrugged it, shrugged
3: his shoulders after he gave
0: that. Yeah. Tick. Oh, it's your money that you earned. I think you should be able to throw it in a saw machine if you want. I, for I, sure. I
4: think that I, I would have liked it if the government would have stepped in for the Tam Avenue Capital Partners, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and either just shut us down or instituted some kind of bailout for the Tam Avenue Capital Partners. But, uh, that would be great. I, could, bail I out. couldn't get anybody in Congress
3: to take my call. <laughs> Imagine, like a senator outside of, <laughs> I don't know, like the Village Bar, just like saying, like, we will be bailing out Tam <laughs> Avenue Capital Partners. This is great for this country.
4: It's the right thing to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I
3: don't think anyone would have complained.
4: I agree with you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the Design Air Heating and Cooling Email of the Day. Woo-hoo-t- Today's second-hour discussion reminded me of when I used to summer in Potosi. Each year at the first sign of spring, I'd catch a flight down Potosi Way, equipped only with the tiniest of boy thongs and a warming bag filled with freshly rubbed racks of baby back ribs and an old genie lamp I got at a garage sale filled with piping hot gravy. (laughs) The looks on the faces of my new friends who surrounded me changed as they went through a slew of emotions. First, curiosity, and then anger. And lastly, envy. I could feel their eyes lusting after me in my saucy treat as I proceeded to suckle every bit of meat from every last bone. But that one trip in 1983 is the one I'll remember most. I felt the eyes of the burly stepfather seated next to me, piercing me as I took down my last slab, covered in sweet, sweet souse and sticky gravy from head to head. I was in a conundrum as I found myself sans napkin. That's when he sprung into action. He started with my left index finger. He placed it into his mouth. Mick Mick ridding? Each
2: digit?
4: McRibbing. <laughs> each digit of any remnants of soppings. He alternated from staring into my eyes to closing his as he sensually suckled the sticky goo from okay. each thingy. All right. He finished by dabbing the honey barbecue goatee that I had inadvertently given myself with his weathered dad tongue. <laughs> weathered dad tongue. Flip that off. <laughs> He never said a word. He just cleaned me off like a mother cat cleaning off her newly birthed kittens. We deplaned in Potosi and went our separate ways. I never saw him again, but the memory of what he did to me on that flight will live with me until my dying day. Oh, my God. Pop, pop, stop. That's what we have uh, from Blueberry Pop Pop. Blueberry Pop Pop. So So I went back and listened to the morning after 2019 NLDS Game 5 in search of any (laughs) prediction of Randy Rosarena getting dealt following his locker room live stream of Mike Schilt's profane rant. It was tough as the show notes were lacking since Gangster Pete was completely checked out. Oh, yeah, he was. (laughs) He kind of was. In October 2019, in a segment titled 10-10-19, Seg 1, but it was really the second segment, there was some talk about a Rosarito being dealt with, or perhaps being dropped from the NLCS roster, but nothing definitive. On the plus side, I did find audio of Mike Francesa reacting in real time to the Cardinals 10-run first inning. It's 9-0! This game is over! strikeout gets away oh my god gets away and he beats it out oh my god (laughs) two outs runner on third struck out the batter the catcher went back for the ball it got behind him he fell down and the guy he beat it out 10 nothing he, he, okay, in the book, Vincent Corleone portrayed in The Godfather 3 by the delectable Andy Garcia was not, in fact, the love child of Sonny Corleone. Instead, he was taken in by Michael after having Vincent's father murdered following an awkward mini-golf incident in Destin where a young Vincent was berated by his father for missing a putt. Sonny and his mistress with the big V did not conceive a child in the book. In fact, on the day of Connie's wedding, Sonny just took her upstairs and said, "Take off." those bottoms, I want to talk to that b-hole. Oh. Thank you from the bottom. That's from Buck
1: Swope. <laughs> oh, come on, Buck.
4: Buck Swope. With a not a very nice little email. <laughs> and finally, Chapter 39, The Day the Music Died. It was March of 23 and Tim had gone to Florida for a couple of months without running it past me again. He would remote into the show each morning from various patios and golf course kitchens with disruptive sounds native to the area piped into the background. Anyways, I guess I just figured since Tim wasn't in studio anymore, we kind of had carte blanche to ruin all the good stuff he worked so hard to get us. So right as he was about to take a scheduled vacation from his current vacation and management was scurrying around trying to figure out who would be the adult in the room, can happened. Yep, I went ahead and hijacked his vacation's vacation by going AWOL for a few weeks. Luckily, the timing could not have been better because Doug was going back to the Four Fox full time and Jackson was whisking Frog Dad away to a romantic little chateau overlooking the wastewater facility <laughs> in Silver Dollar City for their long overdue baby moon. <laughs> Anyways, I assumed they were going to beg me to come back, but for some odd reason, the show went on without me and everyone started to wonder what it was I used to do around there. <laughs> <laughs> the good news was we were just a couple months away from a fan page members only golf tournament that we would try to do 40 or 50 times a year where a handful of listeners that we secretly loathe the thought of hanging out with would enthusiastically sell the damn thing out, but then only half the field would pay their entry yeah. fee. So everyone would forfeit after four or five months of nobody playing their matches, which would result in one of the foreign exchange adults living <laughs> in Cleese's terrarium mm, oh. who wasn't on the fan to take home whatever money we could scrounge up to shove in an unmarked envelope and toss out the window near an inner city golf course. (laughs) You see, I was the only person who didn't care about handicaps. So organizing the tournament was one of the self-appointed jobs that I'd start doing and then just sort of quit midway through because I wanted to watch Nickelodeon's coverage of a football game or maybe I'd remember it was time for me to beat off again Other important stuff like that. It's tough to explain, but basically, I'd post on the fan page asking people to make a separate post on their personal page with all the necessary information, like a valid email address and maybe a tasteful little nude photo of their wife. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Then I'd send an email asking if they could DM their wife's Snapchat handle so I could gauge my interest in letting her have some of my sex after taking me on a date while her husband babysits my bowling balls. Yada, yada, yada. I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm not on the fan page anymore. Apparently, Tim handled it without me. Thanks. That comes from Ghost Rider to the Stars. While I got you on the line, can one of you go ahead and keep my live reads warm for me? (laughs) (laughs) The old icebox is looking pretty barren over here, and I don't want to mess this up like we did with the great boner vitamin boondoggle of 2022. <laughs> where they said it was the most successful campaign they ever had that didn't move any product. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Rider to
1: the stars.
3: Oh, my God. Boondoggle. That's what we have for the designer heating and cooling
1: email of the day. Doug, what you got? I don't know that you can call it a, a boner pill boondoggle. <laughs> <laughs> but I am going to vote for Ghost Rider to the stars. I thought that was the best email.
3: As long as much as I loved it, I really loved the creativity of oh my god pop pop. So I'm gonna go blueberry pop pop.
4: Really, wow! I really feel like oh my god pop pop might fly under the radar. And Doug, on a day, you know, you were comparing it to me when we were texting. This is this is 2000 Tiger that oh my god pop pop ran into. Mm-hmm. Normally oh my god pop pop's gonna win it but today it was ghost rider oh, to sure. the stars yeah. winning the design air heating and cooling email of the day congratulations ghost rider to the stars uh jackson and i have to go down the hallway now we're going to deal with a situation it's called Munganess. uh that's right uh balloon party and we will tend to it accordingly jackson are you going to give that speech on happiness and not being cynical on social media on balloon party sure all right. Well, this will be gr- this will be, be great. Uh, that's coming up along with John Denton on the latest on Adam Wainwright going to the I.L. It's all coming up on 101 ESPN for the walk, for Action Jackson, and for the Vacationing, Ken Strode, for KG and town and the Seckman Studios, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Alvin Vaughn. I'm Tim McCartney. This has been the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.